everything is fucking pandering. If you call it out, then you suck. So on like a kind of third tertiary level, I'm pandering now because I'm pandering to people who hate when people accuse people of pandering. Following it. Okay. It's Monday and people are missed. Oh, that's right. We are missed. We are missed. By each other. (laughs) True. I miss Uh, you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I yeah. did see you this weekend. Yeah, but I still miss you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like we, we saw each other, and I've got like a general, like, a kind of I miss Pete thing going on. Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting. I, I mean, I, I wasn't like actively missing you. This is definitely a you. two-way street. I wasn't <laughs> actively missing you. I saw you on Saturday, and it was good hangs. I think that if people were like, hey, how's DJ doing? You'd be like, good. I miss him a little bit. I missed doing the podcast. We missed an episode on Friday. Yeah, we missed an that episode. Very uh, disappointing. You were away last week, so we were texting less. I was like, a little bit of a... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, that's a nice little ego boost. I appreciate it. Yeah. it's No, so if if this had started with you volunteering that you missed me, yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, I mean... I, I, I think that I'm a, I'm a missable person. I'd be like, we podcast. That's it, man. <laughs> right? I'm a missable person. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, I uh, I think that's the right thing, though. I think, though, that we miss, miss each other a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, I miss the podcast more than I miss you. This this wasn't going to be weird, and now <laughs> you're, you're just... It's not weird, it's like just, uh, I, I didn't expect it. You'd have, so you missed me, I guess you, you hadn't thought about that you missed me. Okay. So now fair. that I pointed out, you're yeah. like, yeah, kind of missed DJ a little bit. <laughs> fair, okay. That's fun. You twisted the hell out of that one. Well, you know when you talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a while, and then you're like, oh, shit, like, I missed you. And mm-hmm. then you're like, I didn't, I guess I didn't know that I had missed that person. Fair enough. That's kind of what this is. Like, we, like, Again, we, we, we had a conversation. See, we just saw we each other. We had a conversation and had a hangout session like two days ago. Yeah, but just like, like generally, it's a little kind of Miss Pete thing. Okay. Well, glad to be back, man. We see each other at least twice a week and text at least once an hour and... <laughs> This past week, we I can't remember the last episode we did. What was our last episode called? Uh, UK time. Oh, that's right. 7.30 UK time. We haven't fucking podcasted since, since Little Hunt. of Your Love came out. So Since before Little of Your Love came out. I got on that a plane. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I fucking, I, I, now I miss you like crazy. <laughs> I got on a plane on Monday, and I texted you at the airport saying, we should do an emergency episode. Yes. Uh, because there were a couple things that happened that we like were very on brand for us and that we needed to discuss. Yes. And it's been a full week since we've been able to do that. One was Miles Teller got arrested. Got arrested. And two was Haim released probably their best song ever. And three, the two most attractive people in the world to me are now dating each other. Is that true? Is that confirmed? Uh, John Hamm and Jenny Slate? John Hamm and Jenny Slate. I don't know if it's are, confirmed, but it's been, they've spotted together. Totally makes sense. Yeah. I am 0%. We have so much stuff going on that let's just let's just do a little minute on that because... Um, I am a little... I'm a little surprised. Uh, not that they're like a couple, but yeah. the fact that Jenny Slate... Hits as hard as she does because doesn't like, surprise me. Like, we, in this well, we talked about it. We podcasted in front of people the the, the other day. Yeah, we do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah, we do that. And I don't know if it's appreciated as much as 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 we appreciate it. But right, because everyone's like talking about general stuff, and then like you make a point, and then I kind of make a point off of that, and then really quickly, I think we get like the look in our eye, like ooh, like we're riffing <laughs> on this, and then like there's like 
no one else is laughing and we're always sitting across from each other. Right. Did you notice that? Yeah. Whenever we hang out with a group of people, we set each other uh, just <laughs> just instinctively you end up across from me, which is the setup of the podcast. <laughs> and I think our like our bodies are just like we've like evolved to the point where like if we, if we have children, they're like if, if they You're were in the same class, they would just like end up in like instinctively sitting across from each other. <laughs> um, so yeah, I missed you for sure. <laughs> uh, so Jenny Slate, I w- we when we watched Joshi, it came away. I was like, I'm, I'm into her. Yeah, but she went from Chris uh, Evans, Chris Evans, yeah. Chris, she went from Chris Evans. <laughs> a lot of Chris's. That's a forgettable guy for me. Same. Uh, she went from Chris Evans to John Hamm, yeah. which is like. Yowza. Good yeah. For her, good for you. Yes. Um, so it was brought up that, uh, well, John, like, you would think that John Hamm is, like, exclusively dates supermodels that no one's ever heard of, or just, like, people who, like, fucking, like, live in Rhode Island, like, people like that, you <laughs> know? Like a Connecticut girl kind of guy. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, he dates, like, a lot of Kelly Rohrbeck, something like yeah. that. Um, and I said, absolutely not. I know I if I know John Hamm like I know John Hamm, he's uh first of all, like I'm not making fun of the guy, he's got his demons. Oh yeah. Right? Like yeah, though, that's sure. th- those He wears that on his face. Those are out the and yeah, like he'll he'll talk about it, you know? Like he's got he's got his demons, he's got shit going on, seems like he deals with the touch of the depression, shouts, love it. I don't like I don't think that John Hamm thinks like I'm too good for everybody, therefore I'm gonna date all these people. That's that's fair. But again, I'm playing devil's advocate because I think that Jenny Slate checks every single box. Interesting. Uh, it's tough break for for Chris Evans. Cool, for sure. beautiful, awesome ass voice, funny as hell. Gimme, <laughs> love it. Uh, tough break for Chris Evans when uh, your ex bounces back to a person <laughs> who ha- is is notorious for having a gigantic penis. Well, just tough for Chris Evans. I mean, Chris Evans is a fucking amazing looking guy. Like, I feel like people that good looking it's just math like statistically the next person they date is probably going to be physically an up a downgrade yeah so you're like whatever jokes on you you're gonna miss the fuck oh god damn it john John ham (laughs) handsome and a python yes exactly a more beautiful man who has a bigger dick than has ever existed before john ham was born what's the move for chris evans there like what do you what does he bounce back like what's his move uh, I think that uh, he goes dark for a little bit. Okay, that's the move. I think I think he's got to kind of go dark and have Jenny Slate be you like, can't really outdo. Oh, I wonder what what Chris is up to. Like maybe he's doing great, maybe he's doing terrible. I don't know. Yeah, but he, all I know is I'm thinking about him. <laughs> okay, you can't really outdo the Jenny Slate's bounce back. Right. Well, I mean, Jenny Slate. No matter what, like J- Jenny Slate could go from Chris Evans to friggin' like Vern Troyer. And is Vern Troyer still alive? Yes. Okay. I uh, didn't want that to be a mean joke. Uh, you, she could go to Vern Troyer, and people would be like, you know what? Jenny Slate is so cool that I bet like she's up to something. Like I like maybe like Vern Troyer is this diamond in the rough. <laughs> he hasn't gotten work in a thousand years, but you know, I I bet that, that Vern Troyer is like a real catch. You know who he hangs out with all the time? Who? Dan Bilzerian. Who's that? The uh, the rich guy. Have you have, have we talked about this? He's like the rich guy, the playboy dude who just like hangs out with 
models on Instagram and shit Oh, like yeah. I've heard about that. I don't care about that guy. Yeah, so he's friends with Fern Troyer. Clearly. <laughs> I did not know his name. That's a basic thing about a person that you should know. And that has been uh, one minute about John Hamm potentially dating Jenny Slate in ten minutes. Um, so it's Monday and old people are pissed at me. Why? I got, for the first time in my life, at the bar, I got an excuse me over my language. Oh, really? Yes. Where was this? Uh, it was Cape Cod. That makes sense. <laughs> well, why? Because you're trying, you're, you're saying like he's like, like an old for person. Old people. Yeah, yeah. So, not to do stereotypes, uh, it was a fucking old guy. Okay. Yeah. He was sitting with his wife, I should uh, presume. Uh, unless maybe give this guy a little backstory. This asshole's out cheating on his <laughs> wife, and he's talking to me about my language. Um, he all the, all he said What'd was, you say? "So I want you to guess, like guess what kind of range the you said the so like we can rule out we can rule out a hard F or the N word. Those <laughs> yeah, are yeah, those, no those are things that under no circumstance I'm going to say. So we know I'm not saying anything." L- crazily offensive uh also it wasn't a c bomb okay i think you just said uh shit it was not as bad as shit oh yeah Mm -hmm. what was it little bitch (laughs) wow okay (laughs) little bitch got this guy triggered well about a guy i was i was saying i i said um like well if he's gonna be a little bitch that that was what it was okay yeah well, and this guy sounds like a little bitch then. So, like, I should have been like, oh, I'm sorry I called a guy a little bitch instead of when I, because I, I'm sorry I talked about you in front of you. <laughs> little bitch he, boy. He was triggered because he is a little bitch. He was very much triggered by little bitch. And I, uh, I was kind of, uh, drunk. Uh, <laughs> I know I was like, I was buzzed enough that I was like, I don't care about that. Like, I'm not a, a, I'm not going to be confrontational about something like that anyway. So, do you apologize? No, I didn't say okay. a thing. I just looked at him. And then we looked at each other and I was wearing sunglasses. So we were looking so we gave a little thing cuz he said, "Excuse me." And I turned and uh it was one of those like that was like that's it. That's the last straw. Like I'm going to finally speak up for all these people who are sick and tired of this guy probably talking about fucking Heim or whatever. Like I was I wasn't saying anything offensive. I was just fucking having a conversation. Yeah. And uh, also, I was not the loudest person there. Like, I, I was thinking afterwards, like, people near us were talking very loudly. Because that could be a thing. Maybe it's like, uh, maybe, like, I, I could be the loud, obnoxious guy at the bar. Wasn't being that. I would know. Because it hap- I, I've been there. <laughs> believe me. Um, so, he was just wrong for... it. it, it I was not... That was he was not warranted in doing that. So, uh, so he said, "Excuse me." We looked at each other because I I thought he was trying to get my attention for something, and then I was like, "Oh, that's like a that's a knock it off." Excuse me. Yeah. So we looked at each other, kind of went back to our lives. They were paying their tab, and uh, as he got up to leave, I looked at him and fuck. I wish I had sunglasses with me. I gave him one of these. So. This is my table. This is our, I'm sitting at the bar here. The guy's leaving this way. Talking to my friends. I see that he's getting up to leave, and I give him one of these. I did that. Yeah. I did like a... That's, this is great podcast material. 
So I, what I just did was I looked at him, took off my sunglasses. You did the old CSI. Is that a CSI? That, that, yeah, that, yeah. Is it, I don't watch the show. He pulls off his sunglasses and then he delivers like a nice little. Oh one-liner. right, yeah, exactly. That's like uh, so. Russo. It was a nice little like if you want, you can take this outside. <laughs> old old man, you little bitch. Right, yeah, just like it's time time to bring back a uh, little bitch of the week for just guy. for this guy. Yeah, um, and it's for all I know, that guy's a sweetheart. Maybe he thought I said something that I didn't say. Like it could have been so many things, but I think that this guy was just like. No, it seems kind of appropriate for the cape. Uh, the cape sucks, by the way. But here's oh, the cape definitely sucks. Um, but it uh, it was at a bar. We're all twenty one. We've all been we've all been dropping hard bees for a while, you know. Yeah. So it was it was crazy though. Yeah, it's not like you're at like a family establishment, right? Which so, this guy needs to stop being a little bitch, right? But I thought that was crazy. That's a that's a fucking crazy thing. Uh, I mean, good for you for not letting it get to you because oh, that's no, something yeah. that would just eat away at me for like the rest of the the rest of the time, and I would just be like, "The fuck is that guy's problem?" Right. So it was like ten seconds of that, and then I just wrote it down on my phone and went back to my life. <laughs> okay. Um, because yeah, that's you know what I, I kind of did get to me. I, I don't I don't like that that guy doesn't like me. Speaking of things getting to people at a bar. Miles Teller was arrested. Yeah, that, for uh, public intoxication. So I know nothing about that. I know that he he blamed the bar. He said he made a joke about like he blamed the bar or something like that. So that night, my friend who lives in L.A. went to uh, that bar. Yeah, and got super drunk and texted me pictures of himself getting drunk at that bar, being like. I forget what, what he said. Pulling a Miles Taylor. Yeah, he said, he said like, tr- like trying to break Miles, like your boy Miles' record or something. Oh, that was a hilarious thing to do. <laughs> and someone had told me that bar now is just getting slammed. Like, everyone's going there. Really? Like, wow. Yeah, like, this, is the, this is the Miles Teller bar. I love that, that, that Miles Teller has that power. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would love to I'd go get fucked up at any bar. Yeah, but to, to, go brag. Get, to go get fucked up at a bar where Miles Teller got arrested at, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's like a, it's like if you hit a home run in like a media game or something at Fenway Park, you can say like I hit a home run at Fenway, Fenway Park. Yeah. yeah, it's like I I got drunk at the Miles Teller place. Uh, speaking of people, not of people saying excuse me to us, yeah. uh, we hadn't checked reviews for a little bit, and we got a we. Don't read five. We only read five star reviews, but uh, we're gonna read a rare one star review that we got. Yeah, this one's very interesting. We haven't gotten a one star review, not to not to brag, but we haven't gotten a one star review in a while. Mm. Um, this one actually sucks. It's very like, poorly written. Too. <laughs> yeah. It's if you want to give us one stars and give us uh, constructive criticism or just yeah. like honest criticism. Yeah. Sure, like that's that's your you're right, you're wrong, yeah. but it's yeah. your right to do so. This is America, um, but this is just a very incorrect one star review. So we'll get to it. Uh, who's taking it? Uh, I'll do it. Cool. Disrespectful and bias. It's biased. Biased. <laughs> uh, wrong. Wrong. Immediately by Mean Marcine. Hmm. Got the first part right. Well, you are mean. <laughs> Two wannabe frat boys, starting off very incorrect there. Uh, wannabe spelt capital W-A-N-N-A space B. B. 
two wannabe frat boys who are trying to ride the low attention span millennial train for their 15 minutes of fame. If you want to listen to two social justice warriors, be my guest. Two thumbs down. Uh, I'm definitely going to bring back two thumbs down. <laughs> So well, thank you a, for that. This is two thing. emojis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do those because generally I send emojis in three. Yeah, same. Yeah, um, but uh, two want to be frat boys. We're definitely not want to be frat boys. No, very far from it. Uh, who are trying to ride the low attention span millennial train for their 15 minutes of fame? Uh, I'm not even sure what that means, but I think that anybody with a podcast could be thrown into this. Exactly category. right. Yeah, it's. I think he's saying like we're pandering to people. With low attention spans. We make an hour-long no, podcast. Not. Yeah. Uh, like, people with low attention spans don't listen to hour-long podcasts. Yeah. Um, the Here's the weird one. And I think that this could confuse people. To, uh, for their 15 minutes of fame, uh, here's how many minutes of fame I want. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> like, really? I, I You know, I, I would not want to be... Uh, a celebrity or anything like that. I wouldn't want to be fucking famous. That sounds terrible. I'm not opposed to it. My thing is like I I, I do not care. Like if I became famous or something, if I fucking like wrote a book that was like a bestseller or whatever, like I wouldn't be like, oh no, people like this shit. I'm just saying like I'm not I'm not pining. That's not on my mind. I'm not pining for like I I'd like to be a famous person. Um, also, uh, if we're trying to get our 15 minutes of fame, we are fa- failing spectacularly. Yeah, uh, well, we, have, we haven't even gotten a fucking sponsor for the show. That's uh, we could if we wanted to. That's that's more complicated. Um, <laughs> the social justice warriors. Uh, you you could accuse me of being that, uh, but calling someone a social justice warrior makes you something too. You know? Yeah. Like if you're a right. person that calls people social justice warrior, then you you're suck. probably like a racist or right. It's uh, like when some, you, there's like, something when people call people liberals. It's exactly. Like I think that's what he mean. Like I don't. I don't consider myself a social justice warrior. I do. Yeah. I. I don't. But again, like if you accuse like, me of being right. that, like I. I it I, just means I'd like that to I'm stand liberal. up for something that if something's wrong, I would like to think that I'd stand up against it. That doesn't. Right. That's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I think I in this situation, I feel like he's just like he just means liberals. Yeah. So um, didn't care for that guy's review. Um, <laughs> good thing we read it. Uh, here's a positive one. A plus from sports dude five two one. My kind of guy. I also love sports. Pretty much appointment listening for me. A couple of bad boys not afraid to talk about hot guys or shamelessly taking food left behind at the bar or they're hemorrhoids. So relatable to me that I've caught myself telling friends, quote, my pal D uh, Pete is going to the expansion draft or quote, this guy I know, Deej, got his nose cauterized. End quote. Even though I've never come anywhere close to meeting them. Can't recommend brunch enough. Love it. That's our kind of review. Thanks, Sports Dude 521 Yeah. I appreciate you. I guess that's... Uh, so getting back to that other fucking guy's review. <laughs> uh, the thing that gets me mad is if somebody accuses you of something you didn't do. And that's basically what this guy's doing. See, this is, this he's, is like he's what's like, wrong with the world today. Yeah. Is that somebody left us something really nice. And somebody Spend left... one second on that guy. Yeah, and somebody left us something really nasty. Yeah. And we are giving the nasty guy way more attention i know so we're just gonna be social justice warriors and not talk about that anymore except for just a little a little bit more um, <laughs> he, 
You know, like when someone accuses you of doing something you didn't do, yeah. and you're like, oh, no, no, I didn't do that. And then, like, a minute later, they're like, you did that, didn't you? And you're like, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> right. It's like, I said no. Yeah. It's like, why don't you believe me? So that kind of makes me that this guy's accusing us of, of basically being. We, we do this podcast because we fucking thought it would be a good idea, and a lot of people like it. So, like, the whole 15 minutes of fame thing, suck my dick. Well, That's not about. The one, the one thing that makes me mad about the review. Uh, more than anything, is that he makes it sound like we're pandering. Yes. We're not fucking pandering. We are doing like the there opposite are two of pandering. Who people who are pandering and people who say people are pandering. <laughs> because you know what saying someone's pandering is doing? Pandering. If you're saying like, oh, all these fucking liberals are just pandering to the blah, blah. You're pandering to people who call people social justice warriors. Everything is fucking pandering. If you call it out, then you suck. So on like a kind of third tertiary level, I'm pandering now because I'm pandering to people who hate when people accuse people of pandering. Following it. Okay. Are we, Hi, are my we done? Name is David and <laughs> are I'm <we> triggered. <laughs> um, You're being a little bitch. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so here's a fun thing. Uh, Silicon Valley. Wait, hold on. What? It's going to say. So yeah, go. Uh, we need more reviews. Oh we yeah, 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 while, yeah. The so. reason we talked about this, we, we read these because we were like, we kind of forgot about reviews. Yeah, we haven't gotten any in a while. Uh, our average rating is still five stars. So yes. So fuck this uh, mean Marcin guy. Keep it high. The more you guys review, the more positive. Uh, the more five star reviews it has, um, I think the I think a visibility the, helps. The on better that. it go, and I. You guys are OG listeners, so you're really happy about that. Don't be the people who don't who doesn't want new fans because if you get if we get more people, then I guess I guess like if we get more to use this guy's stupid word famous, then only good things can happen because then more we'll get more money, we'll be able to do more things, we'll execute more ideas, we'll have like 13 episodes a week. It's, I can put food on the table for my family. Yes, yeah. Um, you can get your family back. <laughs> yeah. He just wants his family back. Um, so Silicon Valley uh, season finale. Ehrlich is uh, wait. What happened to Ehrlich to end, to end the episode? He uh, was in an opium den and he was incapacitated. And then Gavin Belson gave uh, a bunch of money to the guy who ran the opium den yeah. and said, "How long can he stay here with this money?" And the guy said, five years." Oh, okay. So they didn't. So he's not. Dead. That's it. Okay, so um, I uh, I think. What did you think of this episode? I didn't think it was very strong. That was the best episode of Silicon Valley Are you ever. Serious? That was the funniest episode of Silicon Valley ever. Yes. I uh, strongly disagree. It was the wittiest. It was. It was basically an episode of, of Arrested Development. Maybe that's why I, I didn't didn't bite. I I'm not an Arrested Development guy either. Ah, so that it was. Exactly, an episode of Arrested Development, and I realized like six minutes into watching it, like this is like an. Episode I didn't of think Arrested I didn't. I wasn't totally blown away. Like I thought the, um, I thought the 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 scene where uh, they realized that the all the stuff had fallen out of the back of the truck yeah. that was that was funny. Um, but I mean, overall, I definitely didn't think it was the funniest episode. There were so many jokes. There were it had so many jokes, and they were all funny. They. Uh, Ehrlich saying "big head" yeah, was just was a nice fucking little callback. The perfect little call callback. Um, and uh, Jared, you know that was improvised, by the way. 
Clearly. Well, yeah. the, the, uh, the big head reference. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying... Uh, so, I, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, Jared interviewing his replacement was... That was pretty fucking good. Fucking amazing. When good. he's like, just... Like, he's on his way out, so he's like, I'm not, I don't have to cover up shit anymore. And he's just being very frank about everything. And he's like, I hope you're, you're, he was like, are you, how do you feel about casual racism? We've got a lot of that over uh, in here. And then she points to the burned down palapa. She says, What, what happened, happened here? here? And there's a pause. Arson. Arson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it, that part was really awesome. Um, and what's his? Fa- uh, I feel like you're gonna sell me on this being like a really awesome. It it, it really was. Rewatch it. Um, uh, Richard has his funniest line of the series when he almost hits the little girl when he's driving. He hits the little girl walking with her mom, yeah. and he says, "Oh, sorry, but not the last time you're gonna so stop creepy. traffic, <laughs> little hottie." It <laughs> was so creepy, but it was him. Uh, I really liked Middle Ditch, like in like absolute panic mode. Yeah, just being like a dick and like because we've seen him so often, just be like the, uh, you know, like the nerdy, like unsure of himself character. Yeah. Like, but when he is in absolute panic mode, yeah, it was amazing. Well, you know, when you're watching Breaking Bad in the um, like past season, I guess it's like during season two, but it's really in like the seasons three, four, five that. Something will happen. You'll see him do something, and th- this is as you're rewatching the show. Like he'll do something, he'll say something, and you'll be like, "Yeah, he's f- like he's full on Heisenberg at this point." You yeah. know, um, that's kind of what this episode was for Richard, where it's like it's there's no longer a question of like is Richard selfish? Is he an asshole? Like he's like he is he's a full on Silicon Valley like tech. Dickhead. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, like he's ba- basically becoming Gavin Belson. Right. So I, I was gonna say, like, as you're watching it, instead of thinking like he's Heisenberg now, you think he's um, fuck, uh, he's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know, like he's, there were there were a couple of moments in that episode where yeah. I was like, wow, that's fucking. That seems like Zuckerberg. Super Zuckerberg. Um, Action Jack. Speaking of selling each other on stuff, Action Jack is definitely a good character now. <laughs> yeah. He's so, he's gotten so good. Um. What did he do that was funny? Fuck. He went to China to to convince them. Oh that they yeah, should, and that he they gets taken hostage. Up, yeah, and he's like, and one last thing, my wife. I'm sorry. I have to. Oh, I have I'm to go out of time. Yeah, like I can't say anything anymore. Something like that. Uh, yeah that that was uh, that was okay. Um, <laughs> I did like just like the editing of him being like convincing them he's like no you're not working hard enough you have more in you and then it just immediately cuts to a news report <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been, been taking hostage. hostage yeah that's great um fuck uh have you uh have you read any of the stuff on tj miller since i've read twitter.com and he went from being like it's an amicable ending. It's so great that we were able to part ways on our own terms. Everybody's happy. This is what's right for the show. This is what's right for me. But to also, like, fuck Malik Berg. Right. <laughs> to, like, fuck Silicon. Like, yeah. you don't you dare fucking say I'm making a mistake, bitch. Right. He's, yeah. That, speaking of a little bitch. He's. CJ Miller's coming off like a little bitch. Well, he's just, he's wearing it on his sleeve now. He's, like, I'm sure that there was some sort of pent up uneasiness that i'm sure exists from doing any project for as long as he did it but now it's like 
if you say that I'm making the wrong decision, it's only human nature to just be fucking defensive. But a lot of people are just tweeting, of course, like, wow, wouldn't have left Silicon Valley if I were TJ Miller. Um, how has his special been received? I think it, from everybody that I saw, I thought that it was not very Really good. bad, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously we didn't think it was very funny. But, um, but like everything that I've – most of the stuff that I've read, the more that I read on him talking about his exit makes yeah. me like him less and less. Just because yeah, well, he's like he's not he's going out like blasting people on the way out the door, and also like he just like sounds. He basically said he was like, "I'm not an actor. I'm a comedian." Uh, and I was like, oh, "No, that's not really. I don't really think anybody sees it that way." Right. So that's I mean, Billy Joel line. I subscribe to it. It's uh, do what's good for you. Or you're not good for anybody. And it sounds kind of selfish, but, like, legitimately, you do have, like, if if what's right for him, if, like, in his heart, in his truth, fucking whatever, if he's, like, I'd rather be a comedian that makes specials that everybody might not like, then, like, cool, he's getting fucking paid to do it. Like, it's working out for him. Um, he's not a starving artist, but for the consumers... Silicon Valley, that's special. That's so fucking mean to say, but, like, it's, right? Yeah, I mean, well, he, so he basically said, like, he... he but I'm, say, sca- I'm saying, like, I don't blame him for looking out for himself, but I feel like but he's I, it would seem looking out for himself would be staying on the show. Right, uh, and I think, like, he, he basically mentioned that, too. It's like he said that people have been criticizing him for uh, like thinking that he's too big for the show now, and he's like, "How do I think I'm too big for the show? I'm leaving one of the best shows on TV to do like the Emoji Movie, yeah, and shit like that." And it's like, yeah, but I don't, I don't get it. Like he, he's talking about how like how his schedule is is so crazy, and it's just like, well, then why don't you do the less shitty stuff and focus on the best thing that you do, which you just admitted is Silicon Valley? Yeah, it's very confusing to me. Yeah, it's. Uh... It seems like, like I he. Mean, co- he's also like. I mean, I'm thinking I think of his he- life now. Like he, so he works on a lot of projects that probably overlap with each other. He like, does he have a family? I know yeah, he's, he's married. He's married. Like, I don't think he has kids. I was gonna but- say like if he has any other sort of life. Like I mean, that's why I think of any fucking celebrity. I'm like, oh god, you must have no time to ever do fucking anything. Um, but yeah, he. I saw a. Uh, he did a move that I love to do, which someone uh, tweeted, I bet, and they tagged him in it. Like, I bet at not TJ Miller is regretting uh, leaving Silicon Valley. And he quote tweeted with, I bet you regret your stupid fucking profile picture. I you love piece of that. shit. Oh, he said you. St- oh, yeah. He was like really yeah. mean. So I, I generally do it a lot more casually. If someone's like, uh, someone said recently, they were like, your music taste sucks. And uh, his avatar was um it was it was like a poorly done like photoshopped uh like red Sox logo that was like the celtics logo too those things can look fucking dope it was just like a very poorly done fucking photoshop one so i said uh so does that stupid twitter avi of yours and that got that gets a lot of likes (laughs) but not retweets people don't want to put their name on that like light bullying but uh yeah, so he did that. So he's he's frustrated and he's angry. I would be, dude. Imagine if so. Say like one of us. Um, say this podcast was like fucking thriving, which it is. 
And one of us was like, you know what? I'm going to go focus on my like roller hockey career. I'm just going to play a little more roller hockey. And people saw you play roller hockey and they were like, Dude, mm, you, you suck, suck at role. Like that—that that podcast was good, man. Like <laughs> right. that was the no. Like that's the thing. Then, then you would. I mean, in reality, you just fucking call me and be like, "Hey, let's do the podcast again." And be like, "Oh fuck, thank God, I wasn't doing anything." Um, but but, but so he's, like, he's so he's, he's basically made, just saying roller hockey makes me more happy, right? But they're saying everyone's saying though, dude, you suck at roller hockey. <laughs> so his thing naturally is like fuck all you guys why are you guys being so fucking mean to me <laughs> but it's in reality it's just like everyone's upset that you did that you were really but good at that I thing i feel you did. like he could have handled it better on his way out the door like it, there's clearly like something clearly went wrong yeah between him and the people of silicon valley i mean he uh so he basically blasted alec berg on the way out. yeah the so door. what happened there i didn't see he any said uh he said quote uh, I didn't talk to Alec because I don't like Alec, <laughs> but I think Mike Judge and Clay Tarver are brilliant. Really? Yeah. And uh, and then he said, um, so he basically like brought up all the cast members and that uh, he said Kamel Nanjiani, Kamel Nanjiani is brilliant. Zach Woods is the greatest improviser alive. Thomas Middleditch is one of the funniest people of all. Martin Starr is the deadpan comedian of our generation. Uh, he just wanted to step aside and let the show continue and see what it becomes. Um, so I mean like, he, and he said some really nice things about our friend Jimmy O. Yang. He said Ooh. that he was maybe his favorite person on the show because he really liked their working relationship. Um, so I don't know. He, he thinks like, I don't know. He, it, he just came off as like, he called the show, uh, cy- cyclical. Okay. Is, is that, am I saying that right? Yep. Uh, cyclical, which like, I think he's not far off there. Like it, it kind of is. They they write themselves in, in in circles a little bit. Yeah, but they do it in like a really brilliant way. So I don't feel well, like well. They that's... always have like a game, and it's it's pretty simple. Which is like, what's the what's the the solution, and what's the umbrella problem, right. and then like we'll do like two little problems under that per episode. Right. And it's and just it, always like them chasing That almost the fucking, makes it more brilliant just yeah. because like they're doing something so simple and making it and like we all recognize that what's going to happen yeah. and it's entertaining the entire way through. Yeah. It's like it's literally like uh they're trying to do this thing but something's in their way hilarity ensues. Yeah. That's lit- it's like the most basic idea in the world but I wish that they would kind of get away from that like I didn't yeah. need Gavin Belson coming back into Hooli and getting the company back. I like the I think that Gavin's such a good character. I think that I Gavin's just, great but yeah. like I don't need them to to keep writing him back in. Yeah. And like I think it would have just been funny if he had if he had just fucked Barker over and then just didn't take Huli back. Yeah. Um, I just love that this was that like the first time he's in a position to power again, his first order of business is to um one like, get rid of his quite arch nemesis. Theatrically uh point out to Jack that Jackson Hole yes. is further away yes. from like California. His first two actions while back uh, like as win a of, minor argument as head of Hooli was to uh, yeah get get a get a guy back for a minor argument that was <laughs> way way in the past. Yeah, and number two was to try to buy out Pied Piper again. Yeah, which is, like he just wants to get away all of his enemies. Yeah, he's I mean he's the governor. Like at the end of the day, yeah. all he 
like what does the governor want when we see him all he wants is power and um and to just like fucking run shit and then the second he meets michonne just everything changes he's like really his fucking end game is like fuck her i hate her (laughs) um that's what fucking gavin is like all he cares about is like i need to own pied piper <laughs> uh he yeah he's a fucking awesome character um but uh, T- uh lastly on tj miller he said that he uh there's no chance he comes back wow which uh that's that's definitely going to happen at some point there's yeah. going to be i mean like if they wrap up silicon valley and have a final season where ehrlich doesn't show up right one time yeah then that's basically like a failure of the series. Yeah. Uh, so here's a fucked up thing. Are you? Are we rooting for T.J. Miller's career to take a dip so he needs Silicon Valley? Um, Let's give official answers here. Yes, I, I, I am. My you answer just... is no, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm, yeah. I, the high road. It, it's not like a high road thing. It's just like, that'd be terrible. For, like if... Well, so I, I guess, but it's not like they're not going to take him back. Like, right? No, no. So, no. The 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 question is, do we want his him to start struggling so he has to do Silicon Valley again? It's not. It's not whether or not they take him back. They would definitely take him back. Well, it depends, be crazy depends on if he like keeps being a dick about it. So it also depends on what struggling means, right? You know, like I, I, I don't want his life to fall apart, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's I. Uh, I really would like to see him back on that show. Um, do you? How do you feel about how they set up a post Ehrlich show? Uh, I don't think that he's that necessary, honestly. So this episode show. So I, I, I think this was the best episode they've done, and Ehrlich, for all intents and purposes, did not exist in it. Right, and I mean, for the most part, part I think Ehrlich was kind of one dimensional, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he, he did mention in one of his exit interviews that that basically like he he wants to give more time and airtime and, and attention to all the other great characters on the show. Like it's an ensemble con- comedy, and everybody else is really really good. The thing that sucks is like I don't know if he means that. You know, I don't know if he means it either. Like but if that's I, genuine, then, that, then that's really cool. But I I, I don't disagree with it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really. I I mean I I like. The I disagree idea of with giving... the idea of a character as good as Ehrlich being taken away for the sake of other characters. Like it's right. It's I mean, like you can pretty take, much proven that like it, if the you show's had great to, with the way if, they have it. If you had to pick a character to take away, yeah. you're probably not going to pick Ehrlich. Ooh, this is a mean game. Want to play that? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be on three. It's gotta be a main character. Uh, Monica like is in included. It, yeah, living in the house or Monica. Plus Monica and would Gavin qualify? I uh, he's like the no. head villain. Uh, all right, so it's people living in the house plus Monica on three, one, two, three. Dinesh. That was basically. I was gonna say Kumail. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, so they. Uh, they tried to give Kumail like more shine, yeah. and it didn't. It didn't work. It was. It was okay. The, the the one episode that was like super super heavy, Dinesh. The one. The one where, where he took over. As he, yeah, where he took over and then fucked the company. Um, that wasn't great. But he had one of the great lines of this past episode. First line of the episode. That's a face that you only make when your dick is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. Does, um, but yeah, but if you lose Dinesh, then you lose the Dinesh Gilfoyle uh, dynamic, Gilfoyle which is just line, sort fucking. Line. Great. Uh, I do agree, by the way, with what um, with what T.J. Miller said that Martin Starr is the deadpan comedian of our time. I mean, there's so, there's so few options. It's like 
Zoe Deschanel doesn't really qualify because she was comedian. never like heavy into comedy. Um, but uh, yeah, um, but Martin Starr hasn't been in a lot of stuff. I feel like yeah, Martin Starr strikes me as like you want to talk about a guy who's not trying to be famous. That I, guy, that, yeah. yeah. So like that's the kind of like that's that's the kind of not trying to be famous. I. I, that I, yeah, that I can like I can really get down with that. Like, yeah, I think that's I think that's a cool thing. Like, you get an yeah. extra cool factor there. Yeah, yeah. He uh, actually no, I, I think that that Martin Starr is. I think Martin Starr like actively doesn't want to be famous. You know, I think that he's like. Well, if, if that were the case, he just wouldn't take a role. In right, one and of he's the best doing shows it, on yeah, TV. He chose a really <laughs> weird profession, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I. He's like a guy that you'd like to have a beer with, but you know that he doesn't want to have a beer with you, so you're like, I just won't have that beer. I think that he he would he would be down to have a beer with you. He just doesn't want it to be like publicized or anything like that. Ooh, well, it's it would be going on the gram. So <laughs> offers off the table, Martin. Sorry. Um, Better call Saul. Also wrapped up. Yes. This, uh, speaking of week. dicks on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a dick lit on fire? Yes. Uh... Lenny's the Lenny from Laverne and Shirley. What's his uh, Chuck? <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, his whole Chuck's, body was Chuck's on fire. dick caught fire, uh, as well as other parts of his body. Yes, maybe his dick first. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a terrible. That'd be one of those things like you don't know. You, you can't possibly know. It's like like what does it feel like to die? You don't know unless you experience it. Like, yeah. What if when if when your body goes up in flames, the first thing that catches is your dick. So like for a second before like this terrible, well obviously fucking burning alive would be the worst fucking pain ever. But what if like the first part is like your your dick's on fire? <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, it would uh, probably wouldn't be great. Yeah. Um, was there any sympathy from you when uh, Chuck went down? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. I, yeah. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> You're just, just like I'm done with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, like as soon as the show started, I think everyone was like, "All right, well, the show start. The show begins for real once this character is out of the picture." Yeah. So now, I mean, the this show is always just a slow setup to obviously <clears throat> to kind of the big thing, and I've not minded the speed at which it's gone. I don't mind. The, I don't trust mind that Gilligan's getting you there. I don't mind the speed, but I'm just I've just had it with Chuck, honestly. Like he he's never gonna like grow as a character. They've they've tried it and like I just feel like that that storyline ran its course. Yeah, yeah. Uh weird way for- I felt like it was I felt like I was more sad about uh Chuck's relationship falling out with Ho- with Howard. More than I was, yeah. With Jimmy. Because that's really he's got like once that happens, now you because you've Howard got was nothing. always on his side, and yeah. like, Howard is straight laced, yeah. And you know, Jimmy has questionable morals, and yeah. you can kind of like see where there would be strain strained there. Yeah, uh, Howard and Chuck were like tight, founded that company, and then they just fucking fell apart. Yeah, that was a that was a well executed, dis- uncomfortable scene. When, oh, when was so they cold. announced that he's leaving. It was so cold yeah. when he was clapping and then just stopped on a dime and walked away. Yeah. That was very... Uh, I like Howard a lot. Yeah. Just because of... You know, I feel like he has that range where he can be, like, be the dude who... He, like, politician nice and, like, lawyer nice. And yeah. then he just flips on you on a dime and be and can be, like, real cold. That That's a good character. Yeah. Well, that show has so many good characters. I love that show. Like, it's... 
I'm I'm never constantly talking about Better Call Saul because that's also a show that I think that I assume that if I'm talking to somebody, they don't watch Better Call Saul. There aren't like a lot of talking points. I feel yeah. like it's just something that it grows on you and you're just constantly entertained. Yeah, but like there's not because what are you going to talk about? You'd be like, oh, did you see the Better Call Saul? It's like. Wonder what Sandpiper's gonna do. Yeah, it's, this, yeah. It, like the the topics aren't that interesting. Yeah, but the show is great. But that's why that's that's classic Vince Gilligan. Right. It's it's glorifying the mundane. Yeah. It's or it's yeah. It's making the mundane just unbelievably fascinating. <laughs> um, yeah. I um, uh, I'm I'm excited for where we're going with uh with Tio, Tio, Tio. My Theo. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's the part that's that's I started me recently re watching a few uh season two uh Breaking Bad episodes. Yeah. God, tu- Tuco is th- whoever fucking played Tuco is that guy can fucking bring it. Oh yeah. How do you play a guy like that? <laughs> I have no clue. Unless but he you... fucking killed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, like I'm I'm v- the most intrigued about uh, Nacho and how that works out. Oh yeah, with um with Don, what's his name? Don, Don Salamanca. Don Salamanca. Uh, yeah, you know what that I'm, means? No, it means uh, Mister Salamander. Mister Salamander. Yep. It might not mean Don. I mean Don. Uh, Don that is means like boss. A, it's oh really? Yeah. It's like it's like the head of the family. Yeah. 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 I think it just means boss. Is that so? It's like that. Is that like in Italian when they say like a guy's a Don? Yeah. He's a boss. So, is there a lot of overlap between Italian and Spanish? I think right there is kind of maybe. Uh, maybe speaking of which, I saw the Minions, the <laughs> Despicable Me Three. Oh yeah, movie. How was that? We don't do spoilers on this podcast. Grow up.